friends. Hey. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of So Jaded. We have a great guest joining us today, one of my besties, Megan, on the podcast for the first time to talk to us about witchy stuff. Yes, we are very, very excited for this episode. So let's get into it. Hi, Megan. Hi. Um, So since this is your first time on the podcast, it's very exciting that this is your first time on the podcast officially. (laughs) Um, I'd love it if you can go ahead and just introduce yourself. Sure. Cool. Um, So I'm Megan Schmidt. Yeah. Um, I'm from Allentown, um, PA. I graduated 2020 from Ithaca College with a degree in musical theater that I am currently not using. That's okay, though. Um, I don't know. I'm a proud Gemini. Yes. Okay. I love dogs. That's about it. Yeah. And we're (laughs) talking about witchy things today witchy stuff this whole this whole world um and honestly both of you are I think like the only people in my life who I really know that have like started to dive into this world a little bit more um and oh in other news I'm also very excited because Megan I haven't told you this yet Alex knows but I booked a virtual reading for myself for tomorrow yeah that's awesome this really great girl that like Alex has actually gone to Uh and you how many readings have you done with her I've done two and they were like scary accurate. So I'm really, really excited yeah. for Oh Jay my God, go. wait. At first I thought you were talking about like theatrical reading. <laughs> You're like, oh, like, I'm going to be in this like, play reading now. I'm like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, I get like it. a tarot card was, reading. Was, I'm embarrassed that happened. Let's forget about that. But <laughs> cruel, that's even greater. <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm very excited about it. That's um, awesome. It's so cool and so fun. What's her Instagram handle? Her Instagram handle is at hatedwitch. Um, her name is Julia don't personally know her um but i know a mutual friend so she's very good so i like i said i absolutely know nothing about all of this both of you know way more than i do um <laughs> and so yeah let's kind of like get into these these topics um alex what do you want to talk about first okay so first i'm pretty curious how did you start getting involved in like reading about this stuff and mm-hmm. like figuring it out. Why did you and when? Um, so I like the reason I was so nervous about coming on here is because I like feel like such a baby witch because I only started mm-hmm. discovering this part of myself and this whole world of witchcraft and the unseen world literally during the pandemic, like early summer kind of thing. And I think my my come to story is kind of really both funny and embarrassing at the same time. Um, Literally, if I'm talking too much, stop me because I'm afraid I'm going to ramble. But um, so it all began. <laughs> this is so embarrassing. It all began with a fan fiction and I'm not even lying. <laughs> oh, that's, uh, that is awesome. It's so embarrassing. But I was like, okay, this like, I was like patient. For it. They're like, you know, fanfiction.net. And I was like, oh, this one has like fairies in it. And I was like, okay, why not? I'm bored. It's quarantine. Um, so I started reading this fan fiction with like original characters that were like, part of like the fey realm and stuff like that which was really interesting to me and it was a world i never really knew about and they started talking about like um 
you know, all the lore and stuff to do with fairies and the type of different fairies that they are and like Midsummer and Belting and like all these um, fairy lore traditions and stuff that was really interesting to me. And then I binge watched Carnival Row on Amazon Prime with like um, Cara Delevingne and Orlando Bloom and stuff. Mm -hmm. And that was all like fairies and stuff like that. And so I kind of started looking into all that and watching documentaries. And I got like, this book is called like the ultimate fairy Bible. And through research and that it, I really don't know how it led me to finding witchcraft. I kind of blame it all on a trip to a metaphysical store in Jim Thorpe that I love, <laughs> mm. um, where I was like, oh my gosh, I went looking for like, you know, stuff to do with the Fae and the Fae realm and stuff like that. And mm. it just led to finding so much about witchcraft and books that I was really interested in reading. And they had, um, you know, it's a store with like a whole bunch of tarot cards and pre-made like herbs and stuff. It was really cool. So that's kind of kind of how I fell into it. All of the fan fiction. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, it's funny that you say you started getting into witchcraft because of a metaphysical store because mm-hmm. I've like I've always been super interested in stuff like that. I've always 100% believed in it. When I was little, me and my cousins were making potions in the backyard, you know, oh my gosh, like, yeah. as you do. <laughs> but like I really felt very connected to it, which sounds weird, but like as a kid, like I was very connected to it. And then a shop opened in my hometown. Um, and me and my friends started going and we got tarot readings there. We were picking up incense, picking up different crystals, picking up books, mostly about astrology. I started Mm -hmm. with like being really into astrology, but then you just see all those cool things there. And I'm like, well, might as well. So I started picking (laughs) up stuff on witchcraft as well. And now I'm, mm-hmm. I'm so into it. I mean, I really haven't done much. I'm no. like yeah. completely a baby witch, but that's how I feel. I'm like, oh, I'm such a baby witch. But it's like those metaphysical stores are incredible because like every, it's weird how like every town has one. And I talked yeah. to my therapist so much about this. I'm like, oh, I went to a new metaphysical store. And she was like, we were saying like a great challenge would be to go to like everyone in the area and see like which one is like best. But it's like, it's weird how you go into stores like that. And I don't know if this is like just my mind being weird but it's like I'm in there and I'm like I feel like I can breathe in here like I'm just like oh it's just it's a place to walk into and expose yourself to just a world that makes you think a little bit yeah definitely it's really cool but I love metaphysical stories me too me too so I guess I mean you said you're a baby witch you're just starting out but is there a certain type of witchcraft that you're drawn to like green witchcraft or are you do you consider yourself Wiccan or anything that applies to you yeah it's really interesting um I've been I started listening to a podcast recently um and one of the most recent episodes like the girls on the podcast were talking about the types of witches and stuff and there's so many different types of witches and witchcraft you can do and um especially when we're looking at like witchcraft versus Wicca it's actually um the two are completely kind of different so witchcraft is and I'm like, if I say anything wrong, I'm like, I'm so scared I'm going to like offend like a baby witch or something out there and be like, this is just my learning so far. But like yeah. witchcraft is very much like a um, personal kind of thing. There's no, there's no like God, goddess, deities or anything. It's kind of like through the given world where Wicca is like, you know, praising or mm-hmm. devoting your time to a specific God or goddess. Like for instance, you can... um or divine spirit of some sort. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of people, you know, look to like Aphrodite and like spirits like that, not spirits, but like gods and goddesses like that, that you can really practice. And there's also, um, it's yeah. Witchcraft and Wicca are two very 
interestingly different things, which is really cool. Um, what was, oh, and then we're talking about the varying kinds of witches. Um, I mean, there are so many kinds. There's like, I just was watching like a kitchen witch on TikTok. And what? I know it's so cool. There's so much, um, there's a lot of, a lot of witchcraft that you can do and wow. spell casting through the kitchen, um, which is awesome. And there are green witches, which, you know, a lot of plants and nature deal with that. Uh-huh. Um, cosmic witches, stuff like that. I think for me, because I'm so early on, I resonate with an eclectic witch. Um, that's kind of the term that I kind of deem myself as mm-hmm. yeah, an eclectic witch, just because I don't really... Although, you know, I do have knowledge in some ways, there's still so much I'm learning and I'm kind of taking from everything to figure out what's right and what works. So that's kind of what I deem myself eclectic. I mean, it's, it sounds like that it's just like such a big world, you know, like it Mm -hmm. sounds like there's just like so much to it. And like, obviously both of you are like on your own journeys of kind of like (laughs) realizing more about like what you like about it and what makes you more interested in it. But it's Mm -hmm. like, they're like, you are still learning obviously. And there's like so much that it's like, yeah, just, it seems like a lot, you know, to learn. So it's um, one of those really cool things where I feel like the learning never stops. mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and like, cause one of the real, like a really deep reason why I kind of like really started delving into um, witchcraft more is because I was struggling in general with my spirituality, with my faith and stuff and feeling kind of, you know, exiled from that and really having a hard time, you know, understanding the hypocrisy behind religions and stuff like that. And what's so nice about, you know, witchcraft and Wicca and this community is that it's so like it's a community with open arms that mm. it accepts everybody, anybody. And it's a community that, like we said, you never really stop learning and growing. And there's always, you know, new spells to cast, new scents and herbs to find, new things to plant and grow. It's it's really exciting. That's yeah, so cool. I totally resonate with that because I feel like with traditional religions, you can't really, it's frowned upon. You can, but it's frowned upon to pick and choose what works for you. It's either you have to go full force or nothing at all, or you're like exiled from that. And I've had similar experiences like that too, where I was just looking for something to personally believe in and like make sense of the world. And witchcraft is something that you can pick and choose what is personally working for Mm -hmm. you. And I think that's really important for something because not everything works for everyone. So yeah. <laughs> with witchcraft, you can pick some things from one side of witchcraft that work for you personally, learn from another side of witchcraft that might work for you, put it all together to create your own experience, which I think is really great. Yeah. And it's really cool too, how much um, it, it really, witchcraft in particular really relies on the unseen, both the unseen world and you know, the world that's given to you, the universe Mm -hmm. and stuff. I mean, like, it's all about energies and vibrations and stuff. And um, reading about it, like a lot of like vibrations are something like really important. Like the earth gives off these vibrations of energy and stuff like that. And um, witchcraft is like, you know, figuring out how to take those energies and manipulate them to, to do good, to feel good. And it's a lot about, you know, personal growth and personal connection with, the earth and what's given to you. It's something that's really beautiful because mm-hmm. there is no right or wrong. And there's also like 
nothing, there's no punishment. In so many religions, it's like, do this, do this, do this, or else you get punished and you have to repent. And it's like, there's, there's no punishment. It's just growing. It's just living and being and, and making mistakes and seeing what happens through those, but then, you know, making great strides and learning so much. Um, witchcraft and all the witch world and realm and stuff, it pulls a lot from so many different cultures, um, that Mm. it kind of forces you to learn about, you know, so many different deities and backgrounds and the history of all kinds. It's, it's witchcraft a lot, even though we're taking, bits and pieces from like these backgrounds and stuff. It's one of those things that forces you to respect and really, um, you know, see bigger and broader, you know, the bigger and broader universe that we don't know about. And it's a really cool learning situation. Coming from um, my own life, I have people who are like very scared by this thing. Like me, Mm -hmm. like being Dominican, like coming from having a family, that is like so into their own culture and stuff and also an island that's like in the Caribbean. Um, Like they grow up um, very like fearful of stuff like this. Like my cousin does not think any of this is entertaining or funny at all. She's like, "Um, I don't like the fact that like all these young kids are like, ha ha witchy stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. Like that's scary. And like, there's just like a lot of like broad opinions that people have um, I think there's just like that like weariness towards it. Um, mm-hmm. And I have like loved having social media and like having the sources for me to like see all of these amazing people who are doing like such cool things. And I feel like if this is what you're using to like really connect yourself to like the earth <laughs> and your own like spirit and like is a very beautiful, like wonderful thing. Um but like, I also know a lot of people who are just like, no, like, I don't fuck with this. Like, you know, but that's yeah. why I love like hearing about it so much because it's just like such a different way to like view it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of people just automatically assume that witchcraft is kind of anti-religion against yeah. like Christianity we don't specifically. Worship the devil. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no. Uh-huh. And also a lot of Christian people are also practicing witchcraft. Like it Mm -hmm. can be separate. Mm -hmm. So I don't think the practice of divinity was actually in the Bible, like tarot reading and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I think a lot of people don't even realize that. And then also, of course, with like, um, just depictions of witches, like in horror (laughs) movies and stuff, people think you're out there hexing people, but witchcraft can be Mm -hmm. as simple as making tea out of, herbs that can help your anxiety and drinking it and just helping yourself feel better. Like it can be very, very simple, just almost self-care. And I don't think people think of it as that way when they're so nervous about it because they're thinking we're out here hexing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how to do that. (laughs) No, literally it's, it's, it's really, it's been stigmatized. And I think a lot of it, you know, there is like a lot, you know, a lot of terror might have come from it in the past, especially, I mean, we see in early American history and, you know, back in England and stuff, we had the terrible crusades of, you know, burning witches at the stake and stuff like that. And that to me is really interesting because like, you know, and especially in the rise of like modern feminism and stuff, there's so much taking from like, you know, we are the, we are the ancestors of the witches you burn at the stake and stuff like that. You know, we are those, those spirits of those women coming back and stuff. And it's interesting because you know, these were, I don't know too much about this. This is something I want to learn more about, but these were women 
experimenting in a time when they weren't allowed to and they were persecuted and died for that. And it's, it's crazy. People saw this and thought it was a work of the devil, that kind of thing, you know, dancing, everything that like, not to make this like about Christianity or the Bible, but like, mm-hmm. you know, everything the Bible says is wrong kind of thing. If you practiced any of that, braiding your hair, dancing in the mood, like things like that, like that was wrong. That was a work of the devil. And there are so many people nowadays who think that like, you know, the devil works in these kind of mysterious ways. And so witchcraft might be a work of that. But like you said, it's really all about self-improvement and um, stuff like that. And even like the perfect example of the tea, like one thing that I do a lot is you can set your intentions while just literally swirling your cream and sugar in your tea. And that can change your entire day and your entire mood. It's all about, you know, bringing out the best version of yourself, mm-hmm. which is like, how, who are we to judge if you're trying to be like exactly. the best version of yourself? Who are we to judge? But yeah, yeah. I feel like um this kind of goes into the next thing that we want to talk about of kind of just like what kind of stuff you guys do, you know, like, um, when it comes to, like tarot readings, I know Alex was saying like being really into like astrology and like that sort of yeah. thing. Like what are kind of like the things that both of you have been getting into? So I'm like really, really just getting started. I'm, I think you probably have a little more experience than me. So I'm very excited to hear what you do. But personally for me, um, I look into like the, my horoscope every day, which I mean, like not on the like cosmopolitan. Like I kind of look at how <laughs> the day is supposed to go for me. Tiger Beat magazine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, nothing against uh cosmopolitan and Tiger Beat. You know I'm reading it, but like oh God, I'm yeah. still reading that horoscope. But like I try and go a little bit more in depth and also just like look at I've been trying to look at the lunar cycles um like every day, see what sign the moon is in, write it down in my journal, try and like set my intention for the day, just to like put myself like ground myself and like set my intentions every single day. Um, I also got a uh, tarot card deck from my roommate for my birthday, uh, Liz. (laughs) And so I've been trying to do readings with that just for myself, like pulling one or two cards for myself every day and writing them down just to see, you know, Uh, getting into it. I bought my, my starter kit on Etsy I did it. I love those. Yeah. I think those are the best. (laughs) It's so, and it's so cute. And it's like Mm -hmm. stuff that I'm going to need. And I just like have been reading books, reading articles, trying to like research different forms of witchcraft, research what works for what, like trying to go out and buy some crystals soon. So (laughs) stay tuned. But I'm just kind of introducing myself to everything and getting acquainted with it before I really like get into it. But that's just me right now. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Um, because for me, it's like I as much I'm the kind of person that I'm like I want a journal and I want to do this, but I I can't stick to that habit. I'm so bad mm-hmm. at sticking to habits, which is awful. But I have started making my book of shadows, which I love, even though I'm like on. I keep like getting really invested in it and then taking long hiatuses. It's so fun, but it's like it's one thing that's led me to a lot of you know research and stuff like that. Like the mm-hmm. first part is all about definitions and, you know, what is a witch? What is Wicca? What is magic with a, you know, CK? What is paganism, neo-paganism? Like the, what's a pentagram kind of thing. Um, and recently, um, well, for a while, I kind of all started out with a big interest in incense. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know why. Um, but I love burning incense and stuff. Um, 
and smudge sticks like that have always really been interesting to me. Um, when I was you made your own, right? I tried to, yeah, I haven't burned (laughs) yet. We got rid of all the other, all the old flowers already, but I made a couple Mm -hmm. of them and I haven't burned them. Um, but it was really big along the lines of that this summer, me and my mom really got into gardening, making little like plant, like potted plants and stuff like that. And, um, that was really fun for me because I was able to research, you know, um, I like grew my own sage and all these kind of plants that I knew I was going to be able to make smudge sticks out of. And I'd be really attentive to them. And, um, early on I created my altar, which is on top of like my dresser over there, which I absolutely love. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things to do is make moon water on all of the, um, all of the full moons. I just, my new batch is my favorite thing in the world. Um, I always put them in different jars. And like this one has, I think, jasmine, chamomile, and hyssop. I think that's how you say it. And a piece of rose quartz in it, which I'm trying. I set my intentions with it because I'm trying to grow my plant from jade that is <laughs> dying. It is like, it is the tiniest little sprig of a flower. And so I set Aww. my intentions really hard with it. I'm like, this is only for that to grow. But, um, No. Yeah. uh, Recently I've been doing a lot of my own tarot readings only because I've been finding that like my life recently has been led by a lot of indecision Mm -hmm. that's taken over and really caused a lot of anxiety and depression. And, um, so doing all tarot readings for myself and taking a deeper look at what these mean, um, and all of that has really been important to me and important in decision-making. And it's weird to see that I've kind of like finally have made a decision for myself, which kind of broke the cycle of indecision, um, which has been really, really cool. And I'm like a new person, but that's beautiful. I love that. And this is awesome. I just got this crazy book. There's this woman who owns a metaphysical store in Easton who has this book. It's Angel Numbers. um, Oh, I love that. I was just reading about them. They're incredible. um, Because that's something like I've always had a weird connection with like angels and those kind of divine spirits and stuff. But um, whenever you go to her store and purchase something, whatever the price is, she'll find your number for you. And so recently I've been correlating those with my tarot pools and stuff like that. And I don't know, that was just a whole bunch of chaos I just spewed. That's okay. (laughs) I don't know if any of that made sense. It's but as much as I wish I could like be the person who journals and like writes down all of my like... (laughs) stuff like that I'm like oh habits are so hard like no yeah. it's so, so hard I definitely I made it sound like I do it way better than I actually do it some days I wake up and I just scribble like moon is waning and I'm like I that's that. it I can't handle it another really big thing for me that has that I love is the um sigil work work with sigils um which I, have either of you heard of sigils at all Mm-mm. I feel like you're gonna love this Alex but um they're so pretty much it's your own personal mantra or if there's a saying or something that you like there's a way that you can break them down um like say for instance I don't know the one I just recently made was go the phrase go with the flow because it was a part of a tarot pool or something um and you like write it out take out all of the vowels, all of the repeating letters and whatever letters you have left it's usually about six or so you make a chart and then like connect all the letters in the order they come from and whatever design it makes, that's your sigil. You can make it different ways. Um, and that's just a way, you know, you can write it on yourself. I had two on my hands before I took a shower. Um, <laughs> but you can, you know, write it on yourself. You can, I have them on stones that you can take with you. And it's a way to like kind of meditate on these thoughts. Like I have one on my ankle, 
something along the lines of the universe is with you. And then the other one was go with the flow, but I love working with sigils and it's a great way, especially like I said, like writing them on yourself with, you know, non-toxic something that won't hurt your skin. Um, <laughs> it's a great way to like during your day, if you're like stressed or something, and you're like, Oh yeah, go flow. And just kind of go back into that meditative yeah. state and remember like the universe is with you. It's okay. Kind of thing if that made any sense. No, I Uh, love that. I read about sigils and I honestly, like, I know how to make them because it's Uh detailed in the book, but I don't, didn't know how to use them to my advantage. So thank you because I'm going to throw one on me. They're so, I love (laughs) them. I love them so much. I think it's just such a, like, just a really cool way to keep yourself grounded and remind yourself of that place, that meditative mind state to make yourself feel good. Yeah. You also mentioned like you feel really connected to like angels Mm -hmm. and spirits, I guess. So I just wanted to ask you, like, have you gotten in touch with your spirit guides? Do you feel in touch with your spirit guides? (laughs) If so, when did this happen? And like, yeah, like just explain. Well, it's very, the whole spirit guide thing has been really interesting to me lately. I've been trying to work more with that. Um, I found a meditation online. <laughs> it was a really funny story. I found this really cool meditation online as a way to like tap into your spirit guides and find them and stuff. Um, and I, I tried to do it and my mind was just being a jerk. Like it was one of those things where it's like when you're in a state, like you'll know it and you can ask your spirit guide questions that you don't know the answer to. So it's like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I was in my state and I like asked the question. I was like, okay, what is Obama's mom's name? And my mind just said, Sharon. And I was like, I like opened my eyes. I was like, no freaking way. I Googled it. It's Stanley. But I was like, whatever. So that I didn't get there yet, but I did a meditation where, um, a certain meditation where you can allow your spirit guides to write through you, which was really interesting. Um, I'm not 100% sure if it worked. If it did, my spirit guide's name is Cage, which is very interesting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But it's just one of those things where you go into that meditative state and kind of allow the writing to happen. But um, I do find a lot of connection with what I consider angels as in, what I mean by that as like, people in my life who have passed. Um, so ever since I was really little, I've had a bizarre connection with this. So when I was about five, I lost my cousin suddenly and uh, to an unfortunate car accident. And I was told, like a lot of us in our family were told that, um, you know, the deceased will contact the youngest person in the family who was me. And I have vivid, vivid memories of dreams that I would have where he would come to me. And there's one dream in particular where like everything is so vivid and I can still see it to this day where he was in it. And I would like, you know, wake up and go to my mom and be like, oh, I was playing with Ryan in my dream. And like my parents would be like, what the hell kind of thing. And then um, recently and most recently, my aunt passed away from brain cancer, which was sudden, very tragic. And it was a really hard thing because she was the most spiritual and religious person in my life. Like the kindest, greatest soul of a person you could ever, ever meet. And so that really rocked my world as far as, you know, spirituality and faith and stuff like that. But again, when she passed, it was so interesting because she would come to me in dreams and occasionally she still will. And it's starting now where my mom will see her in dreams, but oh, good. I know what's really interesting though, is that when I see her, I see her perfectly healthy. Mm-hmm. We'll look at each other, but she will not speak. 
And most times when she comes to me in my dreams, she's also with my grandmother who's still alive, but dealing with Alzheimer's right now, which is really, really interesting. So I'm like, I don't know what this all means, but it's like, I've always had that odd connection with this angel realm and stuff. And also I'm convinced that when I'm drunk, I can see ghosts, but that's a whole different story. (laughs) So That's so cool. I, I mean, I don't think that I've ever seen like someone in my family that's passed or anything like that. But I feel like my mom and I both really have like really weird experiences with energies where Mm -hmm. we have just walked into a place where maybe a lot of hardship or death or bad things have happened. And Mm -hmm. it actually weighs on our chest. Like both me and my mom have been um, and for example, in St. Augustine, there's a lighthouse where a lot of lighthouse keepers, children had died because it was just like an unsafe area or there was just like bad energies in that place. So there just a lot of death happened there. And we walked into like the lighthouse house part and we were both like, we don't feel good. We got to get out of here. This is not good. Like our chest was like, and we were like scared, but it was in the middle of the day. There were people around. So I just have always felt that I'm very sensitive to spiritual energies like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to try and I write think that's down too. Yeah. I think that's so like energies and stuff like that. Like that's so important because like, I think that really is a telltale sign that like, you know, you are connected in some way, even if it is like, you know, you're hyper aware of like earth's vibrations or things like that. Like, I think that's such a true thing. It's weird because like, you know, people are like, like ghost hunting and stuff like that. And like, you look at like things like ghost lore and all that. And I'm like, it's like, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but it's like all this, it's like, are they ghosts? Are they spirits? Are they angels? Like, what are these things trying to contact us? And like, why do some people feel it in positive ways? And some people feel it in dangerous way. It's so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Do we want to try, did you want to try and pull a card for, for me and Alex or? Sure. It might be like really embarrassing and like take a while because I'm like trying to like consult this book now instead of like, like, I don't know my tarot cards by heart, but like, Mm -hmm. I, I like think my pulls are accurate based on like the actual definition of the card. Recently, I just learned that apparently you're not supposed to buy your own tarot decks, which I'm like, what? They're apparently supposed to be gifted or stolen or something like that to you, which is awesome. Alex, because yours was gifted to you. I was like, cool. Yeah, Liz Um, looked that up. And of course Liz looked it up and she did that. I think tarot is so cool because like recently, recently, a lot of times when I've been reading my own cards, like I'll be shuffling and I break it in half and like I'd see the cards. And like recently I saw one, I was like, that's weird. It's like the lovers. I remember it was the lovers. And I was like, huh, weird. And then I split the deck apart again, shuffle it. The lovers pops out. I'm like, now nah. shuffle it again. Lovers pops out. I'm like, screw it. So I like, do my reading. I'm like shuffling through. All of a sudden a card jumps out and it's the lovers. I'm like, oh, no way. Like weird things like that happen so much. And I'm like, that's when you know that this year spirits are trying to connect with you and stuff, which is so cool. Um, I want the lovers. I, I, love the, I love the lovers card in this deck is so oh beautiful. And I think it's so fun. Um, let me shuffle it like one more time. I feel like tarot is hard too, because I feel like with me, when I read my own, there are a couple of times when like, I'll do it first time. And I'm like, that doesn't resonate. Second time, like that really doesn't resonate. And sometimes it takes a couple of times until I'm like, damn, you just read me for Phil kind of thing. But um, 
I'm really like, I'm really starting to have a relationship with this tarot deck that I absolutely love. And it's really exciting. Okay. Um, I'm going to split the deck and I'll pull for Jade first. (laughs) Okay. So Jade, you have the four of pentacles. Okay. So four of pentacles upright. You are hanging on to something, either your possession or a situation in a stubborn and inflexible manner. Fear of change may be involved or you may merely be comfortable where you are. Your fixed attitude, however, may be limiting you and blocking new opportunities for success and happiness. All right. <laughs> Sometimes takes what take what resonates and leave what doesn't. If none of it resonates, maybe we'll try again. I'm not Jade, but I could see that for you. Do you yeah, not agree? No, I could see I, that I for see you. That for me. I see well, that here, for me. Well, here, let's There's do this now. There's always more that I can do. You Taurus so, moon, you stubborn you moon. Taurus moon. Oh, God. <laughs> so you just pulled a four. So let's look at what that correlates with your angel number then. So your angel number is four. says, let your truth be your teacher. Trust in all that you feel and let your joy lead. Oh my God. Uh, Isn't that cool? No. Okay. I'm also, again, I am not Jade, but that is true, (laughs) Jade, because Jade's always like, oh, like, I don't like, you know, like you don't, you don't follow your heart because you think too much. You're overthinking. Stop it. I know. Uh, That's what I love. I love when your cards read you for filth. And it's like, like, stop. (laughs) I I love it. And I hate it because I'm like, God damn it. Okay. Oh, no. So I want to be roasted. Yeah. Roast me we'll with the cards. On. We'll pawn for Alex. I'm going to split the deck. And this is Alex's. Ooh, so pretty. Another pentacle. So you got the nine of pentacles. And it's this okay. beautiful Victorian woman. She has a blue bird on her okay. hands. I love these paintings. She's pretty. Okay. She's beautiful. Is it pretty? Yeah. Um, nine of pentacles let's see okay so it was upright so it says you have integrated the factors of your life into a secure base now you are enjoying money resources and physical energy as a smooth combined flow there's plenty all around you material well-being order safety and success i'll take it i don't know (laughs) that i agree because i'm a big mess right now but maybe maybe i'm just a complainer maybe i have all i need Let's see. So it's a nine. Let's see what your angel number correlates with that. Okay. So it says the energy of the divine is awakening within you. Let your soul do the leading. It is. It is awakening. What did I just say? I just said I'm awakening. I love that. There you go. So we happen to do two somewhat successful readings for anybody listening who like wants to like figure out tarot spreads or anything. Pinterest Mm -hmm. is a wonderful tool. Um, Also real quick, while we're doing this, books alex and i were talking about books before yeah um but great books for beginners the complete grimoire medical practices and spells for awakening your inner witch by lydia pradas i think that is this is incredible it is beautifully illustrated um also alex and i were talking about these before um the modern guide to witchcraft by sky alexander and also modern witchcraft spell book these books are incredible breaks down really pretty absolutely beautiful (laughs) and i got i got well this one i got on amazon the other one i got in the bookstore Mm -hmm. but you can easily get these on amazon um not too expensive i just bought mine at all it goes back into the history um there's like especially in this first one the modern guide to witchcraft there's a whole bunch on you know tarot on crystals on just everything you could possibly imagine i love these angel number books 
So if anyone comes across it, it was like $10 on Amazon and a great, get yourself a tarot book because without it, I would be reading my tarots completely wrong. (laughs) So, but yeah, I, okay. I really, my birthday's coming up. I I really want to learn tarot really badly. Is that a hint for a present? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Because I can't buy my own. Well, Liz accidentally bought two on Amazon when she ordered mine. So if you want hers, (laughs) Liz. uh... I love like my incense and I like had gotten a couple of crystals this summer and um, Palo Santo. Like I just like burn it. it all the time. And like, I know you're supposed to like put your good vibes out there and stuff, which like I tried to do like while I burn it. I just like love the smell. It like brings me like so much joy. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I do have um my sage and I got it this summer. And my cousin who, like I said, doesn't like really like any of this stuff really freaked me out. And she was like, do not burn that sage. She was like, mm-hmm. do not do it. Do not do it. And I've been hearing a lot of ups and downs People saying yeah. that it's actually something that we shouldn't be doing. Like, well, what's white, the story? White sage itself is an endangered, um, I was going to say species, but it's not <laughs> species. It's an endangered plant, is indigenous that- endangered plant as well. And also there's mm-hmm. a lot of um, saging, smudging it has to do, it's a lot of, um, it comes from, you know, indigenous cultures and stuff like yeah. that. If you do it and choose to do it, like make sure to educate yourself and do it in a respectful manner. And it's like, um, you know, make sure ethically sourced as well. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. That's why like the metaphysical shop I was at today, I was sad to see how much white sage they have. Cause I'm like, Oh, you should know. But, um, also I see like a lot, like randomly I'll go to Marshall's and see like bags of sage and I'm like, what? (laughs) But Yeah. yeah, just make sure like if, if you do, use sage and smudging and stuff like that like there are a lot of really great smudges and stuff but like make sure it's one you know safe and not endangered in any sort and also like know the background know that Uh you know this is a a tradition passed down very interesting yeah I need to like do more research because I remember I mean hey nowadays TikTok just teaches us everything but I remember I had seen like a short TikTok like kind of explaining about that I, I, I really like my crystals. I just don't really do much work with them. I just mm-hmm. like love like having them and like yeah. my fit, like my fish is like named after one. So like I put that one is. in the tank and so, and yeah, it's just like a nice like connecting tool. I think I actually bought this book before I even mm-hmm. like really started getting into this. Like it was just kind of my first introduction. Just, I bought it for myself for my birthday um, and it's called, I forget what it's called, but it's something for the modern <laughs> mystic. Um, it's by the woman yeah. that was on the Girls Gotta Eat podcast. I was going to say, I remember hearing that. Kelly Knight is her name. And it just has like some very basic supplies and like just some b- very basic information in it. And there's um, cones of incense. There's white and black candles. There's some essential oil. So it's, you know, it was a good starter. It was a good starter kit. Nice. Yeah. With starter kits, I think like we were saying before, Etsy is the best yeah but my etsy starter kit was like they're incredible because that's what i did i got two um well i started with a starter kit from etsy and that introduced me to dragon's blood which is a great um, yeah that's what i got in mine i love working with dragon's blood it smells so good um dragon's blood they come with candles like and it's also a great way to support you know small local witches and stuff like that which i think is so cool but um 
also I got a recent box because I wanted to expand my variety of like herbs and stuff to actually make spells because I didn't have any. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and Etsy is a great way to get herbs and stuff and incense and all that kind of everything you need to start practicing witchcraft and spell work and stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. really great. At the end of every single episode, we always yeah. play an FMK. And so Alex went ahead and created <laughs> the FMK for this week. So Alex, what mm-hmm. is it? Okay. So this is FMK witchy edition, Hocus Pocus. <laughs> and FMK is the Sanderson sisters. So oh my gosh. everyone deliberate. Winnie, Mary, Sarah. I think right. I have mine. Also, have you guys seen that shirt with the ducks as the three sisters? And it says honkus bonkus. Because I think of that every time I think of the movie. <laughs> yes, I do. But I want to see it. Honkus bonkus. <laughs> I, I have my answer, should I say? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I unfortunately think I would kill Winnie. <gasps> I know. Just because I feel like she'd be really like I'd be intimidated by her aggression. And I'd be like, I know I agree. Of I, her. I I know that Winnie is an Aries. I know. <laughs> That's funny though, because I get along really well with Aries. <laughs> but okay, yeah, I think I'd I think I'd kill off Winnie. I really want to marry Sarah Jessica Parker because and she's I, a Libra. Is oh, she really? Not Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah the witch. I just know it. <laughs> I love that. No, I think I'd marry her. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'd I'd fool around with, what's her name? With Mary. Mary. Mary, just so everyone knows, I think Mary is a Taurus. Okay. I just, since I started with Winnie as an Aries, Mary's a Taurus, Sarah is a Libra. That's just my personal opinion. So if that influences what you think, like you should use it. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I think that's my final answer. Okay. I respect it. that's my final answer. What are you expecting? Why, Alex? What are you going to do? Um, listen, this is hard for me because, <laughs> like, I think I want to marry Sarah, but mm-hmm. I do think that, like, we are similar as people. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I want to marry myself. So I think, you know, like, I'm just going to fuck her, you know? <laughs> and Sarah Jessica Parker, like, come on. Um, <laughs> I, this is probably a bad decision, but I'm going to marry Winnie. I think, I mean, that might be a little bit toxic, but I'm here for the challenge (laughs) and I'm going to kill Mary. Unfortunately, even though she's a comedy queen, I like to be the, the person making the jokes in the relationship, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Liz just texted me her fuck Mary kill. Okay. So she's listening to me through the bathroom door where I'm recording. (laughs) So she's going to marry Winnie, fuck Sarah, kill Mary, same as me. My best friend. Oh, One my of my best, best friends. friends. Jade, you're my best friend too. Sorry. <laughs> we love Liz. Liz, a part of the So Jaded team. So her answers are always welcome. So I've decided what I'm going to do. I'm going to fuck Winnie, um, kill Mary, and marry Sarah. Yeah. I, feel I, like, that. I feel like all of that will be will work out, maybe. Honestly, uh, yeah. like... All of the Sanderson sisters are like interesting. They're but they're like really they're funny. Like yeah, I like they, I like they, all of them. They are no like, matter you, what, no matter who you marry, you're gonna have an entertaining life for sure. Yeah, so, like no matter what you crazy, do, you're gonna win. Yeah. What's crazy is it took till literally this year. Well, 2020, not 2021. 2020 
for me to start liking Hocus Pocus again. When I was little, really? I never really liked it that much. But oh then I God. saw it at the drive-in with Kanye and Ellie. A Coco Hocus Pocus double feature was just iconic. And I was like, this is a really good movie. So that good. has been my favorite. So see, you know, I should have known that I was a witch. That has been my favorite movie since the, well, first, my first favorite movie was Jaws. I know that for some reason. Mine was Aquamarine. Maybe I yeah, but water yours thing. Is like, yeah, but yours is appropriate <laughs> for <Jaws>. children. <laughs> true, very true. <laughs> and then my second favorite movie of ever, like I, the second one I can remember having, is Hocus Pocus. Um, but then so good. Sorry, but then um, Kenny Ortega is the director somehow. Yeah, and, then yeah. just, and then you just like are are like what? Like I've been watching his stuff, I guess, longer than I thought. I Listen, was. I know Literally. we're all surprised it's Kenny Ortega, but why are we surprised? Yeah, I put a spell on you. The choreography. Oh, true. Yeah, comparable to High School Musical. Very, very <laughs> much so. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I really love, love, love this whole conversation that we've had. I just feel like I hope people who like don't usually like I hope people who aren't usually interested in this type of stuff listen to it and at least get a little bit more of like an introduction on, you know, how people are like really connecting to themselves Mm. and the earth and their own spirit like through this Um, and also like how many different like facets there are to this there's, there's so a lot many. to this yeah. yeah there's we haven't even touched on like yeah so much thank you both so much <laughs> for the, both. taking this I'm time. your co <laughs> I know but I still <laughs> I still thank you so much every time oh, for taking the time out of out welcome. of your busy busy schedule um thank you thank you so much this Megan, was fun on. I am so excited I got this opportunity oh and good. I I hope I didn't say anything really stupid. You that absolutely did not. That was probably the stupidest thing I said. No. And we're keeping it in. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Any yeah. last words from Alex? Uh, mm, no. You always put me on the spot here. Always. That's what I have to say. Thanks nice. for putting me on the spot. Good. You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Party. Bye. Don't, oh, don't leave me in the back of